Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Aquafina. And we are a comic relief for your reality. Shit is real, but, but it's funny. funny. This podcast represents the opinions of Molly and Aquafina and no way is connected to our employees or associated business partners. This content is for information purposes only. Thank you and enjoy. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Molly and Aquafina, where we are creating a safe space for all things Black, Black, and more Black. Thank you for liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate all the love and support. This is episode 17. Episode 17. Sure rock. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. If you feel it, if the spirit just moved you to do that, go ahead, sis. You gotta, you gotta drink responsibility. Responsible. (laughs) And he said responsibility. I said, what the hell? Is Bobby Brown talking about? Sure. uh, All right. I'm sorry. I just had to get that out. Y'all might hear that (laughs) sporadically throughout the episode. It's a joke, like a complete (laughs) joke. I always knew the rumor about, I don't even think it's really a rumor that keeps sweatcans sane. He like moans. He can't because remember, he solidified it right then and there. He moved his whole head and neck. To, to get make, that, to get that go. note out. The neck went like, ah, ah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I always say that there is still a strong chance for me that I can come out. I'm telling I, I you, friend, friend. I love music. I love live performances. I love entertainment. I really think that I can tap into. Friend, like we can, we can make something great happen, you know, make music great again. You know who I say my parents are? if they had a baby it would be me who's your parents alicia keys mm-hmm. and jacques i would be their child if they had a baby you see where you i'm know, going with that and you know who my parent would be <laughs> <laughs> my parent would be erica badu and we always get this man's name wrong but it would be Mick- <laughs> michael mcdonald <laughs> michael- my parents would be Michael McDonald and Erica Badu, and my aunt would be Khalees and Andre 3000. And they would send me down for the summers to my uncle, my other uncle and aunt, which would be Big Boy. And um, what's the lady that sings with the Big Bush? <laughs> Andy Stone? No! <laughs> <laughs> Not Angie Stone, the oh. other one. And she's real pretty and got a nice shape. And she was on that show with the girl from City High. What is her what? name? And she has a song out now, matter of fact. You know who I'm oh, talking about. I she do. has a I... big bush. She oh, always... oh she, she's little? Yeah, like her, yeah. Her physique is kind of like petite. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm she talking about? She has a gap she, in her teeth? Uh, like a huge I'm, gap. I don't, I don't know. I think oh, you're I going think... towards floetry. I don't know if you're describing a <laughs> person for floetry. No, no, no. I think I know who you're talking about. Okay. Okay. I'm going to have to look it up. I'll, I'll get back to you. But they would send me down to Atlanta for the summers to that family. Listen. But yeah, <clears> it's, it's Mick, Mick whatever. And those are my parents. I keep forgetting. I'm not in love anymore. Don't I think, uh, say that. 
on the scale of um, singing ability, I would have to tap into that. Yeah, yeah, for real. But on a scale of performance and <laughs> shut the whole thing, I'm going to have to tap into my aunt, Anita. But if they had yeah. a child, it probably would be me. Because you could just send me on over to my godmom's house, Patty, and d- get the with the arms. Just send me over to Patty. Patty! I just want to go over there and learn how to make the pies. Mm-mm. All right. While we're talking about pies, pies. <laughs> pumpkin pie, that is, let's go over to the Ew. house. <laughs> that was real white. Don't nobody want a pumpkin pie. Listen, it's something for everybody. Sure. <laughs> so <laughs> the White House is still white and the black community is still very much so black. Yes. Well, guys, here we are. Biden administration <laughs> extended pause on student loan payment. Huh? The U.S. Department of Education announced that federal student loan payments will remain paused through the end of January 2022. Need them to do that unless, but let's remember this is not a relief, it is a pause. So it's like, wait a minute, y'all not I'll be right back. I'll be this right back. It's right like there. the game tag where you be like, tag him in. Oop, tag, you're it. Yep. The education department called the latest extension the final one. This is it. This is, this is me. it. This is all y'all gonna get. So this means that the hotline going blank come January. No. If you thought about changing your phone number, now may be a good time for you to do so because they will be calling you. Hello. Hi. Where's our money? So that's and they can, the student loans. And they can all go to hell because it was supposed to be forgiven. Now, Joe, that, listen, we didn't about, forget. about two dozen of HBCUs have forgiven student loans. Now, you mean to tell me that HBCUs was able to dig down deep and find the money to forgive student loans? But, From the pits of the ship of slavery. But the president who ran his campaign, that, I'm going to be honest, that's one of the reasons why. Why I voted for him. Why I showed up. Because I, otherwise, I would have showed up there with my Make America Great Again hat. Listen, and would have been I had a whole conversation about this <laughs> and someone will I will let them remain nameless decided to say to me oh my god you're so selfish you're only thinking about yourself you're only oh, thinking I about student loans and I had to say wait one hot damn minute hot diggity damn you wait a minute because I'm talking about things that just not pertain to me but pertains to a yes. large group of people yes. and I don't know in my middle class I really, I really can't tell. Y'all tell me a whole lot of things. I, y'all look at my income on paper, but I'm just going to say that for the I'm people middle class. who are underneath middle class, they are finding a whole lot of benefits and things for them. For the people that are upper class, they find a whole lot of tax credits and breaks. But for that middle class, working class of people, we get nothing. Nothing. So the one it's thing that I can ask for is student loans. Please forgive them because you're not giving me food stamps. I don't get a check in the mail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the best you can do is forgive some student loan. Where is that $10,000 at? Especially when your campaign was, that was the niche of your campaign. That's how you probably got a lot of your black vote. Not even the black. That's how you got the black voters that are in their early 30s, which is us. And probably their late 20s. Late 20s, early 30s. Because I guess when you're like 25, aren't they still like under their parents or something like that? But 
the early 30s, you definitely got us. That's that's why I'm like, oh, you want to give a portion? Well, let me <clears throat> let me come on down and just let me stand in this line real quick <laughs> and push you know? that button. And now we don't hear nothing. You're extending stuff and you you're talking about everything except let me forgive a portion of these people's loans. You are the government. These are your government dollars. <laughs> Wipe them things out. Let's start over. Let's start new. And this is one of the reasons why I feel like they're never going to put certain people in these positions. Because let me is tell that, you. They wouldn't want us in a White House. Don't ever. I'm saying it right now. If you ever see my name come across your desk for a position in that house. They wouldn't want me. Don't. Don't. Don't put me in. They wouldn't want. Matter of fact, they probably already know who we are on this damn show. So they're not even going to. Yeah, already been blacklisted before we've been blackball, blackball before we even touched down, okay, in the Capitol. They won't even let us in. Oh, oh here they no. come, here they come. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> One of them got long ass ankle braids. Please don't let them in. Yep. <clears throat> but yeah, Joe, you're not like I said the last episode. Why are my loans still loaning? They because, are matter of fact, loaning. and matter of fact, Joe, y'all had the caucasity to sell the loan to somebody else. I'm sure you got that email yes, too. Yes, I, you know what? <clears throat> I'm not even going to- And I thought that that was, <laughs> because, I used to think that that was illegal. You selling the loan to someone else? Well, this is not the first time that my student loans has transitioned to the hands of someone else. So it now someone to else- to God. Needs to learn how I pay my bills all over again. Exactly. And I got to teach them, do not call me between these hours. I'm not going to answer your phone call. I don't care if you call me block. I'm not available. No, I don't have it. This is how much I make. You got to take what you can get. You don't got to call me at all because I pay my bills and I pay them on time. Don't call me at all. You call me when Joe said the loans was not going to be loaning. You, you call me and email me when, hey. Every time they call, I say, hey, Joe. Is this, this from, <laughs> right? Is this from the Biden administration? Is this from the Biden administration? Are you forgiving a portion of my loans today? Oh, Aquafina, I'm sorry. No, we're just telling you that. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear it. Call me when the loans stop loaning. I mean, it's a lot of things that are going on. It's so not. Take his ass out the office. The student loans. And now you have the CDC announced a targeted eviction moratorium. So if you are a part of the 11 million people that are at risk of losing their home, hmm. you probably should look into that and make sure that you're still covered. And I don't laugh like this is a funny matter. I laugh with shock and surprise that we're in right. a state where there are 11 million people that we know of hmm. that are potentially at risk for losing their home. Because there's other countries who have their mortgage covered. Something as simple as, again, affordable housing, yes. access to affordable health care. These food, these things are better, different. better paying jobs. So better that you paying can jobs. afford the cost of living. These are simple, basic necessities of life. No one should never have to compromise. Well, can I do this? Or am I going to be able to pay my rent? Or am I going to be able to go to the doctors and get seen because I don't have health coverage? Like it's mm -hmm. just simple things that are just crazy that people have to go through. I just think it shouldn't even be a copay. I was at the doctor's the other day and I, I thought the copay was going to be more because normally it's like 30. But when she said 20, I said, ah, who gave me a $10 discount? <laughs> so I just really think that a lot of the stuff that we pay for shouldn't be as drastic. Like, like you said, housing should be affordable. Healthcare, I just think that nobody should have a copay. 
we always say that um, feminine products should be free. Like feminine just certain stuff is just a no brainer. Be free. It even if you was to send me. <laughs> You can pick the place you want me to go get my feminine products. I don't care if it's Walmart, Target, oh, yeah, CVS. Send me, you don't even have to give me cash. Send me a gift card that is yeah. used only for me to be able to get feminine products. There like should the be EBT no card. woman in the world that does not have access to feminine <clears throat> hygiene products. It's a necessity. Yeah. It should come in the form of like an EBT card, but specifically for feminine products. Feminine products. Every woman should get a phone call saying, hi, you're scheduled for your annual OBGYN visit. There should not be a woman on the face of this earth that does not have access to be able to get Which can be potentially dangerous when you're after the age of 30. Yeah, it becomes preventative measures. Everybody should have it. But you say, well, how do we get to this? And this eviction being pushed back against October the 3rd? Well, our good, good girlfriend, Miss Corey Bush, she said, I'm going to sit out here on these steps until somebody hears me. And she put a lot right. of pressure on administration to say these people need a little bit more time. October the 3rd literally is right around the corner, but it's a few more weeks for you to make some type of calculated decision of whether or not you and your family are going to be out on the street. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So here we are in the blessed, amazing, beautiful United States of America, right? You're a motherfucking liar. Here we are. People are homeless. People are dying. About it. <sighs> hmm. It's heavy on my heart. <laughs> I see, friend. I know. I know. I know, friend. I know. It's just, it's just a bad joint, as the kids would say. Yep. And that bad joint. <laughs> speaking of, should we even tap on the door of COVID, or should we just? Oh, I, should I, 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 I just. All or right. Should we just walk? Uh-uh. I want to talk about it. Because Let's do Dang Dong Dixie. Knock and run. I, I'm going to talk about it only because you know that I had a doctor's visit the other day and was going strictly for something else. <laughs> and the doctor had the nerve after she was done checking my tonsils <laughs> because they always want to tell me that my tonsils are huge and I'm like lady my tonsils have been big all my life even when I was a kid you're not removing my tonsils I just want you to check them okay <laughs> thank you I come in here and get checked because y'all don't want to check yourselves you don't want to call me and say hey your tonsils are big let's just check and make sure everything's okay so no I gotta take it upon myself every year to call y'all asses to make an appointment so y'all can check everything so I can walk off and be fine so after sis was done checking, she like, oh, yeah, you're fine. Um, they are large. You know, one day we're going to have to have that talk about removing them. And I'm like, no, we're not removing shit because your tonsils help fight off bacteria and germs and everything else. You need everything in your body. You're not about to remove shit and you're black. So I expect you to know that you're not about to be removing nothing from me, sister, sister. But Mary had a little lamb decided to sit on this chair and roll up closer to me. And I'm looking at her and she's looking at me and I'm like, why is she rolling closer to me? She's yeah, like, always on the stool. She like, well, now that we had that settled, are you vaccinated? And I looked at her and she looked at me and I said, sis, no, I'm not. She's like, oh, well, why? I got to deal with you too. Bad enough, I got to deal with the people at my jobs, <laughs> deal with my mother. Sis, what do you want? <laughs> What do you want? She like, oh, 
Well, do you go to the supermarkets? Do you do you go around your friends? You know, who do you live with? Do you live with somebody? Are you around kids? And I'm like, I'm not getting it. And I'm not getting it for specific reasons. I said, I make sure that I wear my mask. I make sure that I wash my hands. I make sure that I change my mask. I make sure that I'm not around lots and lots of groups of people. Um, so yeah, I said, no, at this point, it's a no for me. And it's definitely a no, since you can't guarantee me that I'm not going to get this virus. Like y'all all have been vaccinated, but now y'all are back to wearing masks. Not saying that I, my mask was coming off, but the Delta variant is running rapid and y'all can't stop it, sis. So why are you rolling? Don't pull up on me like this. Don't pull up on me. Why are you pulling up on me? So then she gets quiet because I, I've kind of peeped that the conversation was getting kind of combative. So as you know, I'm a head on out because I had to realize that physicians and doctors, y'all go to school to study and learn and memorize Western medicine and the anatomy of all of that. But y'all are not educated on the holistic approach. So I believe that herbal medicines can heal certain things. And I also believe that the body is equipped to heal itself. Now, depending on what you're catching or what you're breaking, yes, you need a doctor to fix it because we have surgeons and everything else. Yes. I'm not saying that we don't need doctors. I'm not saying that we don't need surgeons. That I'm not saying, but I'm saying that the, the body, depend, depending on what it is, the body can handle itself i.e. my tonsils you trying to remove my tonsils sis <laughs> right you I know that the tonsils play an important role I that's like you trying to take out my lungs <laughs> if and the thing with being vaccinated is i me personally i think it's the power of the mask i'm telling you guys some people are anti-maskers but i really think yeah. that if you're not going to get vaccinated which is fine whatever wear your mask mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wear your mask but please stop shaming people for not wanting to be vaccinated. Nobody wanted to go and shame their president for having a late start. Like, stop shaming people, making people feel bad. There are some people that are still so unsure about being vaccinated. Which is me. Is so much mixed information out there. It's only, only but a matter of time before everybody has to become vaccinated or you are in a position to losing your job or losing this or not having access to that. It's, it's going to become a thing sooner than later, <clears throat> but stop shaming people. And it's bad Unless because... you're going to provide that information that they need. And it's not to even try to convince them or talk them into it. It's just simply providing information but and that's understanding what you're doing. where they're coming from. Look at the that's... history behind it. That's what she was doing though. Like, well, why? Don't ask me why. I just feel like certain things, if a person says no, that it, that it. No is no. I don't need you to educate me on it because I'm already educated on it. I don't need you to educate me on vaccines because I'm already educated on that. I've done my research. So if I say no, sis, no. (laughs) No is no. And she should have said, well, okay, I respect your decision. Just make sure that you are wearing your mask and washing your hands and trying to stay away from other people who are not wearing a mask or whatever. 
No, you don't sit down and roll up on me and, and try to persuade me because that's a form of persuasion. You're asking me why, and then you're telling me why I should have the vaccine. No, because you don't have the answer, Sway. At this point, none of y'all have the answers. You're just following CDC guidelines or you're following the guidelines according to your license or your practice. So you have to push the agenda. I get it. You're a doctor. I get it. Well, but you're Mr. not about Rich to push it on me. Well, Mr. Richard Johnson from Arkansas said, if you out here in these streets hustling, you an entrepreneur, <laughs> take a <laughs> shot. Take a shot at staying healthy. Such a dumbass home. There's too many mixed messages. And if everybody could get, and I mean, when I say everybody, I mean government officials, CDC, if everybody could get a one accord. So for example, you have Jersey saying that they are requiring for student and teachers and faculty still wear a mask returning to school. That's fine. Then you have it. Pennsylvania saying, oh, we're not going to do that. We're going to follow the CDC guidelines. So it's and that's so, exactly why it's so they were confusing. Mm. They a make lot. me so upset. Get on one page. Are we wearing a mask? Are we not? If you get vaccinated, can you still get COVID? Like, add some truth to it. Be transparent. Be honest. Honesty may help people be more willing to become vaccinated. It's not, you can't be transparent when they have a hidden agenda, in my opinion. You're pushing something that's not effective. You're pushing something that's not effective. Yeah. And then on top of that, Philadelphia or Pennsylvania gets on my good goddamn nerves because we were the last people, the district was the last people to close when this first happened. Everybody else was shutting down. Everybody else, every other state was shutting down. We were the last to close. We were the last to shut down. Well, forget states. The surrounding counties <laughs> were closed before the it, school district closed. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Even within your own state, the school district was still the last one to close. But like, again, I just don't get, get it. If you're going to bring these students and teachers back into these buildings, some vaccinated, not vaccinated. It doesn't I matter. Say, don't make it mandatory for them to be vaccinated, okay? But make it a requirement to wear a mask so you can protect yourself and the person that you're around. Exactly. You're going to have these classrooms and stuff overpopulated. You're going to have kids not wearing masks. It's just going to be a disaster. Throw everybody in the fucking grinder. It's just, it's <laughs> going to be mayhem. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess if they don't take the proper precautions. Like, I just feel like by the time the fall comes, it's going to be something, a Delta, a Delta Zika something. There's just going to be another name for another something. Child's going to be a, a Delta, a Zeta, a Alpha, okay. a Kappa. It's going to be, it's going to be so, <laughs> it's going to be so racist. That's racist. It's going to be, yeah. so, you just name it everything from the sorority and the fraternity groups. <laughs> it's going to be a show. It is. Well, enough of COVID, because I... All right, well, let's, let's get into some Black culture. What do you have for us today? Well, first off, let me just say congratulations to Rihanna on becoming <laughs> a billionaire. First thing I had on my list. Congratulations, Go. sis. I'm a supporter of the Fenty line, and I just love to see it. So I, I, I want to give you your flowers while you are still here. You may not be making music, but you're damn sure making billions. 1.7 billion. Makes me, makes me want to sell some good goddamn lip gloss. Which you know? makes her the wealthiest female musician right now. Yeah. She said, ah, hello, Oprah, is that you? 
Hello, Jay-Z. Hello, hello, P. Diddy. Hello, Kanye Z. Listen, if you are still hustling for that pink caddy that you get for Mary Kate, girl, go get you your pink caddy. Hustle hard and get the pink caddy down in the dirty where the girls get naked. You yes. gotta get that. Because, honey, y'all was laughing at the Miss Avon lady, but look. Damn sure was. Girlfriend is laughing always at the bank. Listen, if if Riri can do it, y'all all can do it. Y'all all right? can do it. Y'all all can get to that bag. And then next I have Jay-Z and Will Smith. Now, I know you said that you didn't want to talk about it because you have some um, issues with it. But let's just talk about it. Oh, not that I don't want to talk about it. I'm still doing... <laughs> research I'm, I'm still doing my research okay i'm not so, sure how beneficial it is for black people the black community to see black faces behind mm-hmm. a business that is by white people who want so to me, do the rent to own thing i mean that's not an ideal situation of how you obtain your home but for some people right. that may be the only avenue because that's how the majority of people own their home in america it just started now being a bunch of black uh, real estate investors and real estate agents um, saturating the market. So for those of you who don't know, Jay-Z and Will Smith are supposed to be allegedly partnering up with a tech company for a rent-to-own program to help first-time homeowners achieve ownership through financial education. And... I get what you're saying. It is kind of suspect like, hey, you know, y'all are partners with a tech company and a tech company is ran by, you know, a marshmallow person. And I don't know about that now versus if it was just all black faces. But you know what? You can't kind of sort of just trust all black faces either. I don't trust no faces. (laughs) Black, white, brown, purple, yellow. I just think sometimes that we need to really do our research and know sometimes a lot of companies will get these black people who are well-respected in the black community and put them at the fore. I said, Oh my God, Jay-Z and Will Smith and teamed up mm-hmm. to buy. Like then I had to read a little bit more. I'm just like, okay, but right. this is really intel. So the financial, the financial literacy part, how deep into financial literacy are you going to go? What benefits yeah. do they get from even getting into the financial literacy part of it. Like, what are you going to do for it? You know? Right. Not to say that anything should just be handed. Not to say we should just be giving out keys, but what no, are you really going not. to do? But what are y'all gaining? Right. What are y'all gaining? What's, what are y'all gaining? Are y'all trying to help? Is that y'all, your goal? Or are you trying to help, but also trying to gain? So what it was, what's the, the hidden, what was the fine print? What's the fine print of everything? And then I also wanted to say shout out to Jay-Z, who will be reopening his 4040 establishment in New York. And yes. he's offering 100 new employees jobs. And he will be starting the employees off with $20 an hour plus tips. And the, the 4040 club will supposed to be open. Well, shit. Oh, August the 4th. It was past August 4th. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's open now. So shout out to him for that. But um, as for the Jay-Z and the Will Smith partnership with the tech company, I will bring that back uh, later once they release more information regarding that. 
Yep, because I'll be the first one to say, hey, y'all, did y'all get y'all Jay-Z and Will Smith house yet? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I forgot. Oh, my goodness. I forgot. So yesterday, was it yesterday? What's today? Today is Sunday. It had to be yesterday. Nah, or was it Friday? All right, I'm sorry, you guys. Friday or Saturday, one of them days, I was sitting down and minding my Black business, scrolling on Instagram, and something popped up that made me drop my fork on the ground. Mm. They have released, they are releasing Aaliyah's music for you to purchase and stream. Baby, I got on that website to pre-order my vinyls so quick. (laughs) I don't even have a vinyl player. And I got on there and purchased my favorite vinyl records from Aaliyah. Oh my God. I was just so, so happy. So Black Crown Records, the co-founder, which is her uncle, Barry Hankerson, they did a deal for her discography to be streaming, to be on streaming services. And I just want to say thank you, Uncle Barry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to her mother and her brother, who is like the, what do you call the people of her estate, the ministers of her estate or something like that. And what also, who else will be um, released for streaming is Timbaland and Magoo's album, Tank's one album with the, please, I think, don't go, that one. I think that's, or maybe I deserve for you go out of That one, Tony Braxton's album. I don't know which album it was. Um, I say get it now before they take it back away. I, listen, that's why I hurried up and pre-ordered it. I said, nah, because what y'all not going to do is release it on streaming sites and then play snatchies when something happens with the estate or y'all can't figure out the money situation because allegedly... That's what the problem was with the releasing of her music for so many years. They couldn't come to a like an agreement as far as finances between the uncle and the mother and the brother. And that was his, I think that was his record label or something like that. So that's what the problem was with the weight with the music. So I was just so happy. I got my vinyls. I think that y'all should go to Black Brown Records. I think he renamed it 2.0 he's supposed to be coming up with a new record label so if you go to black Brown records 2.0 or black Brown records it should pop up in your instagram and you'll see a verified check or whatever and you can go on the website and pre-order it i was so excited because i am a Aaliyah fan and sometimes i have to sit and think damn what would she have been now what like would she have been like what would she have been now because she was like the beyonce of our time at that point and she was so futuristic. She was ahead of her time. She was definitely ahead of her time. She was definitely unique. I feel like there was, or mm, yeah, I think it's safe to say that there could never be another Aaliyah. Um, I don't know. It's just that she was really, she was, her like, own, she was in her own lane. She was like, she was wearing the pants and the everything about her, whoever the stylist was, kudos to them because she was in the 2000s before we even got there. Right. And if you watch a lot of her videos, she talks about her passion for fashion and how she mm-hmm. wanted to be in the fashion industry. And I really think she displayed that. I really think that she was a trendsetter and <laughs> yeah, she was ahead of Beautiful. Her time. I mean, beautiful. beautiful. That beautiful. natural look beauty that look flawless yeah. effortless 
Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. She was the only person that still kept her eyebrows thick but arched. Like, yeah. baby girl was on it. No pun intended, but baby girl was on it. Ugh, I just love it. I can't wait till my vinyls. I can't, And I wrote down all of the dates in my cameras for when it would be available on Apple Music because <laughs> I am downloading it all. <laughs> download it all. Tank, you too. I'm going to just download that one song. Maybe I deserve it. I'm going to be... I'm going to be in the house deserving. Watch me. Watch me. But yeah, that's all I had for that. That was exciting, you guys. So That was really exciting. Go support and buy baby girl records. I may have to buy two more because, you know, I only could afford three at the time. (laughs) (laughs) It was a part of the budget. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So what do we have? Um, I've been watching. Well, I've watched. Um, the Olympics, and I just want to say, oh, I thought you were say love after lockup. Not yet. I'm going to get to that. <laughs> I think the Olympics was a safe place to say I'm rooting for everybody black. I don't care if it was Jamaica. I don't care if it was whoever. <laughs> to see these athletes and Olympians perform was just amazing. And the, it came on really late, but I still was able to stay up and watch it. And I mm-hmm. think that if you were a child watching it, it was so inspiring to see the professionalism for instance yeah. it was this guy that they had gave like a little backstory before they started like the 400 meter I think mm-hmm. and he's been practicing had to wait five years and he finally gets here they all get on to their little mark they hit a little pop from the gun or whatever it is that they use <laughs> he they get in that first position and then he was so excited that he took off so it became a false start oh it broke my heart but he First of all, I would have cussed all up and down that track. Ain't nobody running in this thing now because I'm out. But he left the track so gracefully. Like, just walked off like, okay. So my question was, it's not a thing where if he has a false start that he can just like stop and then start all over? Like- well, and that's the thing. He didn't even get that far off of his mark. But I think they like measure it where if you're, I don't know the correct measure. That's not fair. But not only him, it was another person that had the same thing happen and it just amazed me how they just so gracefully walked off. Like you spent the last five years or more trying to get there and practicing and for you to be disqualified for a false start. It's just like, damn, like give him another chance. Like I think, okay. Yeah. I think that in that predicament, I think that they should be able to start all over, even if they did get far or at least like put them in the further lane. If start them all start. over and, right. and yeah start them all over it's no reason to disqualify them it's not like they're they kept on running and said hey i won the race no yeah it, again he didn't even get that far off of his mark so that's the real disappointing part but the olympics i think was it was really good this time like i really enjoyed it i watched it all okay. um shout out to all the people that's protecting their mental health simone bow she said uh i need to take a break and sis still came back and got her medal so i yeah. really thoroughly enjoy watching the Olympics um I think she made a comment like the reason why is because she felt like she was doing it for everybody else around her and not so much herself yeah so that's a lot of weight like you are one of the greatest you're one of the greatest you probably have a family to take care of you got endorsements and stuff like that so she still has money coming in but yeah you're probably doing it for everybody around you except for yourself because you have to provide for your family well she probably feels as though she has to provide her family i'm not going to speak for her but if i was in that situation i would want to take care of my family so you know you got to keep working yeah but shout out 
to everybody. Y'all go here now. <laughs> Get like down. <laughs> All right. So moving along to some dumbass stairs. Who do you have? Uh, oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm not even going to start with him first. I'm going to start with him second and last. So my first dumbass deer goes to <laughs> the fighter fighter who allegedly lied about getting COVID to get sick paid leave. The sick leave pay totaled about $12,000. And my issue wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't the lie. The issue was that your ass got caught because you wanted to be on a damn resort while collecting your coins. So had you now wait one minute. Had you just been sick and who's to say where you have to be sick? If I want to be on a resort, who's to say? Ma'am, you cannot be in a water park claiming you got COVID. I mean, I guess. Okay, that makes sense. I'm thinking he's like in some like isolated island resort. No, you okay, so he first off he told the (laughs) he told his job that. His, his wife got sick with COVID. They said, okay, your wife got sick with COVID. You have to stay home. Then when it was time for him to go back, he said, oh, my daughter got COVID from the wife because my wife was sick with COVID. Okay, now your daughter has COVID, so now you have to stay home. Then it was time for him to go back to work again. And he said, oh, well, you know what? I got COVID. What well, it makes sense that you was going to get it too. <laughs> I mean, I'm but still they, following. But it. they told him to provide. This is how he got caught. You, you kept saying all these fucking people were sick. They've been giving you the money. They, of course, they check your bank account because they got to investigate you. You had $12,000 in your bank account. And then they were checking your bank statements and saw that you and your family was up in a water resort having a party. You should have kept you know? your ass right in your backyard. So, I mean, your ass can't put out fires because your bank account is up in flames. So now you're arrested on felony charges. So you wanted to be out here playing around. <laughs> playing around. So I gave the dumbass deer to him because I used to hear stories from my mom all the time about how people, what, what is that? When you go on, go out on um, FMLA, sick. From your job. And she's like, yeah, people used to do it all my all the time at my job. And sometimes I used to get investigated. She was like, it was only one person that got caught because he was at the gym. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been me. I'm hurt, but I'm at the gym. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm not mad at him for lying. I'm just mad that you got caught because you wanted to be in a resort. Stay home. If you would have stayed home, they would have never known. They're not gonna look at your stand outside and try to look in your house. You're in your house. You could be sick in your home, but you cannot be sick at a resort. She's sorry, you guys. You cannot be sick at a resort. You just can't. Playing in the water park with little Annie. So that's my first dumbass deer go to him. My next dumbass deer goes to a rapper who shall remain nameless. <laughs> We're not trying to get sued, y'all. <laughs> so we're learning. We're learning the ropes and stuff. <laughs> Who allegedly made some disgusting, disgusting, homophobic, homophobic remarks and slurs against the LGBTQ community during a concert. So he was dragged for allegedly saying 
If you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two to three weeks, then put your cell phone light up. Ladies, if your pussy smells like water, put a cell phone light up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone light up. Keep it real. So since the backlash and canceling of his career, he allegedly stated, and I quote, I want to apologize to the LGBTQ community for the hurtful and triggering comments I made. He wrote on a Monday. Again, I apologize for my misinformed comments about HIV and AIDS. And I know education on this is important. Love to all. God bless. And the reason why I put him on there is because I don't want to hear about your sad ass apology because you know enough to know that that was unacceptable. You know, this this whole thing made me really your whole your your audience is potentially filled with people who are sick from the disease or suffering from the disease or you have people in the crowd that is a part of the LGBTQ community. So I I just don't, I don't, his apology means nothing to me. It was insensitive. It was disrespectful. And you deserve all of the loss of endorsements, getting dropped from music festivals. You deserve your bag being blown away. You deserve it. And I hope he takes this as a learning lesson. Because it was disgusting. And I think that, uh, well, I could say, uh, Chris Brown had put up um, something like, you know, just, he made a statement like, man, just get on stage, do your songs and get off. Like, what is the issue? So while we're on on topic for that dumbass dare, I have another one. So I'm not going to mention this other rapper entertainer who's going on a dumbass dare segment because he said, and I quote, everyone up in arms and upset about what Blocka Blocka said. I understand people saying that they feel that it's insensitive. I think you guys have to understand that on stage, that's not the place that rappers go to be sensitive and soothe everybody's feelings. It's a place to go to have a good time. Why do words cause such a visceral reaction? that will lead to someone trying to attack, villainize, demonize, crucify, condemn. And by that, that line right there, y'all should know exactly who I'm talking about. Let me, let me play that part back for y'all. Try, trying to attack, villainize, demonize, crucify, condemn. Who is that? Expeditiously. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That shit is like not, that, that shit is like, now you bullying. He continued, we all stood up on behalf of gays and lesbians and people in the gay community because we thought it was some bullshit for y'all to have to be bullied. But I don't think any of us did that to feel like you would now have the authority to come and bully us. All I want to say is Clifford, shut your ass up. (laughs) Shut up. 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 This man went on stage. And disrespected probably thousands and thousands of people who are living with this, you know, who I'm are a, dealing with this. I'm a frequent concert goer, right? And I've been at several concerts where I've heard the artist say something 
that were so questionable. I mean, to the point that I had to look around like, did anybody else hear this? <laughs> Again, we are in a space in a climate where everything is heard, everything is seen. And it's not to say you should filter because obviously this is how you feel. These are your actual thoughts and this is how you feel, but everything that you feel don't need to be said. It doesn't need to be said. And it's a strong possibility that somebody is going to get offended, but you're like purposely just putting it out there. You are purposely putting it out there. And for the, I feel like the majority of people's fan base, especially in rap, is the LGBTQ community. Yeah. The and as for Clifford, community. you're chiming in on somebody else's ignorance. And to for the for this infant to say, oh, you know, I was misinformed. You're not misinformed about shit. You're only misinformed because you're getting backlash and you're losing money. Because you didn't issue an apology until niggas started dropping you from music festivals and dropping you from future music festivals. I'm talking 2023. And my problem with that, when people start dropping people, it's like, come on now, are you really dropping them because you stand behind it or are you dropping them because you just don't want the backlash now to come to you for hosting these people? It's probably that, but you also have to think that the majority of these people orchestrating these festivals are a part of the LGBTQ community. And it's like, that's yeah. the majority of you, the people you, in these boardrooms. Artists, you have to, not just everybody. Censorship. You have to become more sensitive to your audience, to your fan base, to the people that are making you these millions and billions make it, of they dollars. They make you. You wouldn't have no they money. They make you. They make you. You wouldn't have no money. And me personally, my personal opinion, you can't come for nobody when you was walking around in a diaper. Like you, like you just can't. You was walking around the streets in a diaper. Yeah, I, I mean, <sighs> this is play so the music. So I don't, I don't go for your apology. No, not just play the music. Just make the music and perform, like Chris Brown said, and shut the hell up and get off stage. Not having those comments was not going to take away from <laughs> your performance. Right. That wasn't. Not it wasn't going to take away from it. If anything, you would have still been on these headlines and making still been on these headlines if you would have just thought about it. Like, what's that? You know, do you come up with this on the fly? Like, who is the person that I always ask this question with everything? Who allowed that to get passed through? And it's not allowed. It's not about it getting passed through. Is sound check? What did you say during sound check? (laughs) I get that it could have been a sporadic ass comment. Because you're on stage, the hype, the adrenaline, the rush. That's probably something that his ass just randomly said. Why would that be something that comes to you? And that's the next question. Like, you can't be, you're being homophobic, but you're being suspect in the same sense. Because why does somebody sucking dick in a parking lot? What does a guy have sucking dick in a parking lot have anything to do with you? What does to do with anything? What about just calling out the Zodiac sign? Where are you from? Like, what happens to that? You want to talk about sucking dick in a parking lot and and then people that got a waterfall. Like, come on. Right? What did that have to do with anything? And if if somebody is clean from, from diseases, sir, 
You could, in fact, have a damn dormant disease right now. You're up here calling out these people. If you wanted to talk about diseases, you could have simply said, make sure you guys are keeping it safe. Thank you. <laughs> Keep it safe. <laughs> safe, <laughs> safe. Safe sex, everybody. Through safe condoms. Safe sex is the best sex. And and through Handle the baby condoms everywhere. There you go. Through condoms <laughs> out. Just, th- just threw the condoms out wrapped up in a diaper. If you wanted to do that, <laughs> then do that. Don't yeah. be up here disrespecting these people who go through this stuff mentally and physically and that are your fans that are keeping you in business. You deserve every rug that was pulled up from underneath of you. And not even because they keep you in business, but at the end of the day, they're human beings as well. Stop trying to make it seem like the LGBT community plus is just like this outside world. No, they're human just like us. That's your teachers. That's your doctors, your lawyers, your firefighters. Yes, <laughs> even be your preachers. It doesn't matter who these exactly. people are. There are people exactly. just like the rest of us. So if you don't have anything nice to say, I know how old it sounds. Just don't say it at all. And then for Clifford to be trying to <laughs> compare that to like bullying. Oh, y'all need to stop bullying. He, nobody was bullying this boy. He made a comment that was very, very, well, he made a whole bunch. <laughs> he made a whole bunch. And then you get your country ass on here and start coming for everybody else instead of you going to said rapper and saying, listen, you know, what you said was wrong. Instead of you telling him to take accountability for what he said, you're defending him and you're sounding even stupid per usual with your big ass, non-big ass words. Because all you had to do was shut the hell up too, Clifford. Anybody ask your ass to chime in, but as usual, here you go. Stumping with the big dogs. They need to take your fucking endorsements or whatever the hell you got going on too. I don't think that there are any. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen uh, Coca-Cola or Pepsi or <laughs> It's expeditiously. You got to open it up quick and drink it. I don't know. I have, me personally, I haven't seen it. And again, I'm not always watching television, so I could have missed it. Excuse me. Nah, ain't nobody checking for him but his podcast. And I don't even think nobody's checking for that. Listen, once he made the comments about I'm not even <laughs> going to take it back to it. Because refresh my memory. Refresh my memory. <laughs> no, yeah. say, friend? The whole thing about his daughter in her. Oh, yes, unit. I forgot so about that. That right there kind of just was like, oh. oh. Yeah, you can't check for nobody but that hymen. Leave people alone, exactly. Clifford. I forgot all about that. You up here in everybody else's business. <laughs> Mind your business. You are just such a girly girl. He is. So let's he, go back to um, something you said just sparked and taking accountability. So I know on this show, we have told you guys <laughs> several times to leave those flight attendants, gay agents, oh. pilots, TSA. We told y'all to leave them alone. She apologizes. <laughs> but what I'm going to say today is fuck spirit. From oh, the top what? of the gate to the bottom. What happened? The audacity for you guys to keep allowing people to book these tickets and you guys are canceling flights oh. and right. Friend, friend. Like, why? What? And at this point, I'm really just going to ask the question, why are y'all still booking with them? We never hear any good stories well, about them. But I thought it was other airlines as well. Yes, but they 
were the ones that had the majority of the cancellations. One or two, I'm just like, okay, it was a storm. Okay, I get it. But <laughs> 600 to 1,000, I'm just like, come on out. Oh, well, what was the reason in my Cardi B voice? And that's the problem. You haven't addressed what the reason was. You made a statement saying that we are trying our hardest to make sure that we are on track and we apologize. But y'all don't have no staff. Like, y'all have the planes. I don't understand. Well, that's because they're too busy taping niggas up to the chairs when y'all start acting crazy. Listen, let me... <laughs> at this point, I, look, y'all are out of options at this point. They fighting y'all left and right. Like... I, I, they about to start putting out, you know, applet, you know, application little things for people to apply to be fucking flight attendants and shit. At this point, y'all don't have enough money to hire security to be like outside of a flight attendant. Have like well, legitimate first, security well, to all, be on these planes. First of all, Spirit doesn't have that type of money. If we're just talking about Spirit, <laughs> it's Spirit. You probably got to pay for a fucking seat though. <laughs> like it's Spirit. I can't get a seatbelt with my flight. Oh, uh-uh, no airbag pay. either. Oh, uh-uh, okay. You have to pay for that. You want a biscotti cookie? <laughs> that's like three fifty. <laughs> you want water? Oh, <laughs> that's gonna that be seven ninety nine. If I purchase a ticket to fly with Spirit, and they just so happen to cancel, I should be able to get. <laughs> this is wild. I should be able to get a voucher from Spirit. Take it to whatever airline has a flight oh, going shit. out to my destination, and spirit should have to pay the remaining balance. I agree. A little far fetched, but yeah. It's it's hella far fetched. But if uh-huh. I'm in the airport and I'm stranded and legitimately have somewhere to get to, like something that yeah, yeah. I should be able to take that voucher and say, now spirit, you go pay Delta, you go yeah. pay United, you go pay American, whoever else I can fly on to get to where I need to get to because y'all didn't help me up. You definitely need to be compensated for your time or reimbursed for your time. So if and I got a two hundred dollar ticket with y'all and yeah. my next ticket is five twenty, y'all just better cover the rest of that money. Because I, it's, I'm definitely going to book first class. <laughs> oh, I'm what? First. I might sit next to the pilot at this point. <laughs> you need me to work the GPS? What you need me to do? Because I got to get to where I got to get to. I got to get there. Oh, God. I cannot. I cannot. I've never been stuck in the airport. Quite a few times I'm, it almost happened, but I've never been stuck in the airport. And I can yeah. only imagine. I've never been stuck. Could you imagine your whole family? Five kids, y'all just came from Disney and yeah. now you can't get home. Mom, I'm hungry. I want to go here. I need to use the bathroom. I'm tired. I got a year. And then trying to change, trying to like, unless they provide you with a hotel. Um, but I don't think that that would be the case because y'all were canceling. Well, so, well not spirit now, but there have been airlines who will accommodate you in having a hotel room. Um, but y'all are not about to be accommodating 200 plus people that y'all have canceled, I'm sure. <sighs> I just <laughs> and what was the reason? Like, what was the reason for the cancellations? Nobody's going to know. They definitely said <laughs> <laughs> nobody's, nobody's going to know. And I would be the one up there next to the pilot. Like, they're going to know. <laughs> they're going to know. They're not going to know that they're stuck in an airport. Oh, we're going to know. <laughs> but um, well, that was all I had for my. Was that all you had for your dumbass dears? No, so let me go to Missouri, Governor. Okay, so all oh, <laughs> shit. Do you remember the white couple that were outside of their home waving a nine nine at people for the Black Lives Matter protest? Remember that it happened like last year. Mm-mm. So these two people, the husband and the wife, I have to show you a picture because I know you remember. The husband oh. and the wife were pardoned 
by Missouri governor, right? Pardon. Yes. Like, oh no. And they and they and the thing is that they pleaded guilty. So these motherfuckers knew. (laughs) Okay. It's like they didn't deny it. This is what we did. They walked past our house when we came out swinging the guns. So they were pardoned, but there is still an innocent man sitting in a prison right now that's been in there for over 60 years. This man is in a wheelchair at this point, like legit in a wheelchair. And they will not get him out. They Mm. went through the records and they said that there is not enough information. And what do you mean? That we don't even know how he even got here. Like he did not do the killings. And to make it so bad, the people that the two guys that did commit the crime that he was accused of came out later and said we did it and this man is still sitting in prison they had an interview with him and everything they said well what do you uh, think about getting out he said listen if i is he african-american of course uh, of course kevin strickland if you get a chance go look up the story it's really heartbreaking it's like you're willing to let these two people go who were guilty, but the person who we know now is innocent and has someone else come forward to confess to the crime is still sitting there. And this all right, because you know what's going to happen when he get that good, good lawyer and he do get released, he's going to sue the fucking pants off of them to the point where y'all going to have to buy homeboy legs. Y'all going to have to buy him. But why do we always have to get to that point where we have to buy back our dead loved ones? We got to buy back our Because it's just the way things are right now. Like like we always say on And this is why they won't give us reparations. They won't give it to us because they're keeping that pot of money for every time they fuck up and we are able to get something from it. That's why they won't give it to us. It's sitting in a pot over there somewhere in somebody's corner and this is the nigga fund. We're going to give them a little bit of money mm-hmm. every time we do something and they cause a fuss so we can keep them quiet. Well, that's partially because if you give me my reparations and it's enough, I'm going to try to build my own good goddamn government and it's going to overthrow your goddamn government. <laughs> so y'all know you how to give me my reparations. I'm no, about no, to no, sit no. right next to Will Smith and Jay Z and say, "Now, what are we doing with this?" Okay. Cousin? Now, what are we doing? Because now money talks, and I, I'm in your tax bracket. Matter of fact, I might. And then I'm gonna go look at Biden, Biden and say, "What would you say about them student loans?" Because right now, forgive them all. And then I'm gonna go look at Kamala and say, "What HBCU did you go to? Did you?" And then I'm gonna pull up next to Bill Gates and say, "Now, what you was putting in the Beyond Meat?" And then I'm gonna go look <laughs> at the guy charging Amazon and saying, "What spaceship did you get on the fly out? What spaceship did you get on?" And then, and then, and then I'm going to pull up next to Trump and say, what hotels are we about to open? <laughs> <laughs> well, and then the nigga in me is going to find Dane Dash and say, now what Rockefeller we trying to start? Right. <laughs> right. And let's not forget about Auntie Oprah. Now, Listen. what channel? Now, what channel I'm going to be on? No, I'm going to go get her <laughs> and go at the same time and say, what book club? What we reading What today? book club? No. And then I'm going to pull up on Tyler Terry ass with a whole oh. bunch of actual creatives in the truck. Oh. Now, how long is it going to take you to write this next script? Because we ain't for it. And then I'm going to pull up to the cosmetology hairstylist department for social genius and say, in the Tyler Perry's establishment, say, hey, sis, uh, Y'all need a sewing machine because what wigs we about to create what for these movies? Wigs <laughs> are we about to create? What wig? And wigs. then I'm gonna pull up on Tisha <laughs> Chipotle and ask her why they ain't never add shrimp to the menu? Why? My God! Why? What are you guys waiting for? Why? I why? Can I find you some correctly sourced 
Prince. Yes. What are y'all waiting for? Oh, and let's not forget Apple. I'm going to pull up on Apple and Google and say, now what's in the works now, niggas? What do we got in the works? Well, we say that to say, don't give us our money because this is how we're going to don't. end. And y'all already know, once y'all give people like us, me and Molly, our money, we are coming for we your neck. the most important person. Who? Uncle Char, who you trying to add to the network? Uh, yes, Char. Uncle Char, we're trying to be partners. You need partners. You need silent investors. You need angel investors. Hell, Uncle Charla, you need us on Black Effect. Hello. And, <laughs> and my last person. This is the last. I got one more person to pull lives. up on Umar. Like, now, when you open it up to school, when is Marcus Garvey Academy starting? Because right now I'm trying to put a fucking spaceship and a target for a helicopter on top of the school. When are you opening it? I got the books. I got the staff. I got the, the curriculum. I got the ventilation. I got everything. I got the everything. My nigga, everything pull you up. Need. Pull Everything up. you need. And last but not least, I'm going to pull up to Uzi Vert and say, Uzi, who did you have to talk to to buy them planets? Because I'm trying to buy Mars. <laughs> At this point, I'm going to buy my way to heaven. Lord, shit. how much do you need for me to get through these gates? Listen, I will renovate the whole heaven. What do you need up here? You just need the salvation because I got that shit. What do, you, what do you need up here, God? Damn. That's all we're trying to say is when you get our reparations, you're not going to be able to tell us nothing. You're not going to be able to tell the nigga in a wheelchair and jail nothing. Because we're going to get him right out. We're going to go get, I'm going to buy homie legs if something is wrong with it. We're going to get him out. And I'm going to go get the lady that threw the boiling hot water on the men's too. Free yes. her she is free. I'm going to go get her too. Yes. Because she yes. should be And then I'm going to go find Yandy and Tamika and all them other people that's be marching with the movement and tell yes. them, when y'all trying to start this Black Panther Party revamp? What y'all need again? How much was it? Oh, y'all, okay. need, y'all need Huey because we can dig him up and get his head. Like, what Listen. Y'all <laughs> what y'all need? Who y'all what do need? y'all need? Who y'all need? Because at this point, I'm going to give some skydivers some money to find all of the lost spaceships and slave ships. It, I, we about to have a whole museum. Yeah. Put right up on Mars. Now, what were y'all saying about the humans? We, what was y'all, we ain't got what? Because y'all got the technology that we need. How much y'all want for it? Y'all need water up here? Because I could get it. I, matter of fact, we need water from y'all because it's probably more pure. Can we borrow the water? This is true. Matter of fact, can you inject something in me so I can be part, part alien part? <laughs> they like, all right, good fucking night. No, I ain't got no damn money. <laughs> but if we did, we going to look out for the cookout. But if we did, and that's, that's what makes it, like, I know we're making light of it and making a joke, but that is partially the reason why I feel as though that they won't give us our reparations because they know that there will be some people that will use it for frivolous things. But then you also will have people like us that will be walking around with the Gucci bag. And I'm talking the cheap Gucci bag for me because I need the rest of my coins that will be trying to change shit. And y'all are scared of that. Y'all oh, know if y'all get y'all know if y'all give us our reparations and our 40 acres and the mule, we we're gonna move your asses off the planet. They they <laughs> could never sit and tolerate another Tulsa. They could never sit and tolerate us being great and being financially in a position to do these great things. Because we are awesome. We are we are just an awesome talented, we're creative, 
like everything. And it just goes to the fact that there are so many barriers put into place to stop us from reaching our full potential. Yeah, on purpose. But it's it's okay. I was having a conversation with my cousin yesterday and she was like, "Um, well, what made you want to go back to school? And I said, why not? I don't have to pay for it this time. So I can (laughs) do my other three jobs and go to school at the same time. Why not? If it's going to help me get to where I need to be so that I can make some type of change somewhere along the line. I don't know yet and I don't know how. But if it's going to get me that step closer, I don't mind going back to school, sis. I ain't got to pay for it. As long as I don't got to pay for the shit, I don't care. I don't and by care. the time y'all tell me I do, I would have got all the knowledge that I need. By need. the time y'all tell <laughs> I would have already me and Molly know is a part of the plan, I would have already had however many classes I needed to do what the fuck that I got to do by the yep. time y'all catch up to me. So Absolutely. it don't even matter at this point. I have other degrees. <laughs> it wouldn't even matter. <laughs> it wouldn't even matter. But yeah, they don't want us getting ahead. That's scary for them. They're fearful of that. They're not going to let us niggas get ahead. They're not. Oh, Molly, are you going to make it to church? Um, It's looking really uh, live stream online-ish for me today. I don't oh, think that I'm going to make the link? it to in person. It's, it's my fault. It's my fault. And I'm so sorry. All right. Do you have a second shut-in? I do. So it came across, and I'm not sure if this is old or not, but whatever. I'm still going to put it on here because it just touched me. But Fetty Wap's daughter, I think she passed away. So I, oh my God, I cannot, 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 cannot imagine him, his family. Everyone is in my prayers. Deeply, deeply, deeply to the condolences. Beautiful, beautiful little girl. She was beautiful. I have a sick and shut in. Um, And don't trust it. So I just want everybody to bow their heads and close their eyes because the person that's on my sick and shutting list is me because yesterday I went out and spent $70 on juices and fucking sea mosses and food. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> oh, Father God, I thank you. <laughs> I said that I was going to put myself on here this time today because who the hell told me to do that? <laughs> and then I'm going to pray for Molly who spent who spent $35 on two slices and I mean slivering slices of cake from Del Frisco's. <laughs> you know... <clears throat> I don't know who the hell we thought we were yesterday walking around in our crop tops and our Versace okay, shades. Because the tops were cropped and the shades huh, were Fendi in, okay? Okay, we was walking around in crop tops, Versace shades and Fendi shades with nice sandals and flowy Versace shirts going to this vegan place. <laughs> per usual, we always go there. And every time we go there, it is pure fuckery when we get to the checkout line. Pure fuckery. And you know who doesn't seem to care when we get there? Me and Molly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, <ooh>, God. <laughs> it's like, and again, we made this podcast for 
They work for women. <laughs> the woman that's on her shit and the woman that's trying to get her shit together. Sometimes you really do have to just take a step back and you have to cater yourself. So if it's going to make you feel good to go buy you a $35 piece of cake, girl, go buy you a $35 piece of cake. Now, I'm not saying to do it every day, all day, every week, but once in a while, it is okay to treat yourself. You pay your bills, you hold oh, your house God. down, you go to work, you get up, you grind and you're doing what you have to do. Take a second, take a minute and reward yourself. And yesterday we decided to reward ourselves with some delicious vegan food. And a slice of cake from Del Fisco's. I mean, so I put myself on there, but I'm just going to add Molly. And y'all might get us on the sick and shut in again because I don't know what the hell we're going to walk into today. We got somewhere to be later. And I I don't know. It it ain't looking too good. I don't don't know where we might end up today. (laughs) I just want to say this in the midst of me playing around in a restaurant. Kind of got exactly what it was stuck in a revolving door. Did you see that? Friend, I didn't see you get stuck, but I did see you turn back around for your slide. And let me (laughs) tell you, my slide got stuck in the revolving door and it was not a scratch on it. Zara, let me tell you, y'all play a lot. Zara will play because y'all will advertise these clothes with these people's sitting down, bent over, you really can't get <laughs> You kind of just play around and see what you're going to get when you order it. But my sandals yesterday held up with me getting stuck in a revolving door. So if you mm. ever question the quality of Zara, mm. don't question them no more. Because baby girl sandal was so put together. Not a pearl popped off, honey. Not okay? a pearl, not a stitch, not a nothing. It and- got stuck. And and she got it out. Okay. She got it out. Okay. Moving right along. Do we have questions? So I do have a question that I came across. Okay. Because I didn't have any questions from VPs this week. So this is the one. So I forgot to put it up. (laughs) Girl code. Is it a time to do away with it? So should girl code be a thing of the past? For example, dating a friend's ex or crush is out of question. <laughs> or if you saw someone's boyfriend cheating on a late night and you have to go <clears throat> tell your homegirl. Well, regardless if you are friends with that man. Um, well, because I'm a female. First of all, if I see you out, if I see a nigga out doing something they ain't got no business doing. I'm telling from the rip. I'm telling. Absolutely. Expeditiously. I'm telling. And I don't give a good goddamn how you receive it. I don't give a good damn how upset he get. You can tell him I told you. Matter of fact, if I see him, I'm going to walk up on him and say, hey, how you doing? What's up? And keep it moving so that you see me and we see each other in my Nimi League's voice. Okay. The and how what y'all what y'all do with that information is what y'all do with that information that is amongst y'all. But my ass is telling, okay, telling. And what was the other thing? It, first so of all, just saying, is it a time to like, okay, it's over with now? No, it's not over with. If you're friends or if I'm friends with you, and we respect each other, and you know, it's like a 
I'm obligated. I'm obligated to have your back. I'm obligated to be there for you. It's a code. That code is not going away. You know, it's like a code of ethics when you <laughs> get on a certain job. Like, this is a job. This friendship is a job. This friendship is a two-way street. Anybody that you're friends with, it, the code is there. Listen, I'm not dating an ex. I'm not dating a crush. And that's if you nasty. see me pull up, and you pulled up with someone else that you shouldn't be up with, oh, best believe you need to run and don't be in my sight. Cause I don't even care if it's to the point that if my nigga see you, he going to yeah, tell too. Because I didn't exactly. up on his shoulder and like, look I, like I, I know that dirty nigga right? that's with the wrong such. person. And I don't even care if the nigga is your crush or your situationship. I'm still telling. Listen, he was up there with old girl. It, it, it wasn't you, sis. What she look like? Ah, this, 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 and this, this measurement, this bus, this. Uh, I'm telling it all. Cause Just I'm gonna so call you, you like, hey Hello? girl, how was dinner last night? I don't know like, what I didn't go to dinner. You didn't because I didn't saw Ray Ray uh-uh. off the Frisco's eating a warm butter cake, and I thought that was you. Uh uh-uh. uh. And I'm like, I know you didn't, cause it wasn't you. <laughs> That's how I'm a bit. I know you didn't, cause it wasn't you. <laughs> Uh-uh, girl code, it, it just stays. That the girl code is up and it's stuck. Like, listen, I don't care if it's even get, if you listen. take the name away, girl code. It's just a code, a, fr- a friendship code. It's etiquette. Yes. Like I don't care if I saw your mama out cheating on your daddy. I'm still gonna text you like, listen, mama is out. Stella. 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 Your mama's out here, Stella. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling. If we friends, I'm telling. It ain't I'm no, no. I'm telling. Telling. I'm not giving you. Now, the old me would have said, "Okay, well, you have 24 hours to respond and go to." Uh-uh. No, no, I I'm don't telling. have time. I'm taking pictures. If I'm you, pulling up with receipts. Mm-mm. I yep. am telling. If now, your son, if your son is out hooking in school, I'm telling. Now Listen. this, now this is how I reverse my code because. If it's my homegirl and she out, I ain't telling nothing. Well, you know. <laughs> I'm not going to be here. I'm not. I've it been comes, that person that has it, received phone calls like, yo, is such and such? Yep, she out uh-huh, she in the bathroom. It comes with the, it comes with the code of ethics. It does. It comes, it's a reverse car. It has to be played both some and, my way. And, and that is fine. You know, that's just how we roll. <laughs> and unfortunately, I became that friend that you have to say, girl, you on speaker. <laughs> I never wanted to be See, that person. I never, I'm never the person that does that. No, I'm, I'm the just, person that when I call, I know. They're like, you want speaker. I, you've done, no, I, you've been the person that called me and said, I have you on the car phone. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because, <laughs> you know, I would get on the phone and be like, this bitch, this nigga, this, this nigga bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you got to say, uh-uh, grandma, I'm in the car. All right. Heavenly hallelujah. Hello. Yeah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Won't he do it? Blessings from heaven rain down on me. <laughs> <laughs> I answer I'm in the car. And when I'm in my yep. car, you know real fast. Real I'm, fast. In the I'm, car. I'm like, oh, all right, all right. well, I just called to say <laughs> that <laughs> reverend, <laughs> that reverend pissed. <laughs> yeah. whole, whole conversation switch up. I just called to say that Reverend Alicott Baptist. 
<laughs> they doing baptism tonight from seven to nine. And, and you the get cookie, your certificate. Yes, and you get the you get the certificate and the crackers are not stale and the Welch's juice is Welch's. That's all I hate, yep. Grandma. My mom is the only one that say, "Well, why you had to hang up?" <laughs> and I just look at her like, "Sis, because you're sitting in the passenger seat. You're in the car." Well, listen, if you like my mom and you can attest to this, uh, you will be in the car talking to me and she be chiming in, "Yeah, because my." Yep. Mind your business. Mind the business. Mind the business that pays you. I made a mistake and took a Zoom meeting at my mm-hmm. mother's house one time. And <laughs> I'll just say that it, it was a mistake. She probably was... gonna be like, ah, uh-uh, ah, because what they need to do is enforce. <laughs> so how's she trying to run a business and she don't have and I just like <laughs> excuse me, that's the TV. They just <laughs> give me one second, please. Yeah. Oh God. No, my mom used to do the same. She used to do the same. All right, so I guess it's Black business, right? And then we rap. Yes, right? absolutely. Right. So my Black business, well, Black spotlight business, I'm going to say it has to go to Saud from Philly's Own Country Cooking. And the reason being is because Saud had a contest going on that I think ended either today or yesterday, she had a contest going on called the Sawed and Friends Business Program where she picked one winner who either has a business or is building a business and she's helping them fund their business, her and her friends. And what's so dope about the contest is that she has friends donating computers, laptops, legal assistance, accounting assistance, graphic designer for the winner, funding investors, tax accountants, like she has people doing everything for her. And I think that that is so dope. It's so great. If you know Saudi, Saudi, saw this is the camel lady that did the camel um, prom for her son in Philly. Down Y'all saw it. <laughs> and her restaurant used to be down on the ass, but it has moved inside of Fresh Grocer which is located at 4160 Monument Road up on City Line Avenue. And what I love about her is that even though it is supposed to be or it is one winner, I think by her using her platform to showcase every business, you're helping people, you know, generate money for the people that have an established business. And you're just also, it might be somebody else out there. She has a, a great following and it might be somebody else out there that could potentially help, you know, a business that they resonate with. So even though you can pick one winner, it exposes everybody to somebody that can help them. And she's always doing for the community and she's always helping Black businesses and promoting on her platform. So thank you, Saul. Thank you, Ozzy Saul. Yes, pull up on her go get y'all get some, some food go get y'all some fish and grits and shrimp you Is know she, pull up pull up on auntie saw it pull up on her and, and tell her pull, pull, that, up, pull up on her and tell her that molly and aquafina sent you tell her that molly and aquafina sent you thank you saw Saudi Schuler, for what you are doing for the community and what you continue to do for our community. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We have She's to give awesome. you your roses too, because you do a lot for the community. And if we could give you a Molly and Aquafina award, girl, we should. We, we, we're gonna get we one. We should. 
We can give her We're going to go take um, Auntie give Saul. Her, give her some shirts and stuff. Saul, you deserve it. You deserve We're going to bring her an award. We're going to bring some snacks for Smoney. Does she still have Smoney? I don't know. We have to ask her about Smoney. We need to bring okay. him like a Molly and Aquafina shirt. And then we also need to, and we talked about this, that we wanted to pay for food, like pay for people to eat. Yeah, so maybe we'll on. do that by the, the end of the year. We could probably do that. Go down the country cooking inside of Fresh Grocers on City Line Avenue and figure out how we can do that. Pay for pay for some platters for some people. Now, we not maybe, might not buy your whole house groceries, but we definitely can get you some. Oh, you know, we, we definitely can get you some platters. <laughs> we definitely can get you some platters. You know, we, we, we could just pull up on Auntie Salt real quick and say, here goes $500. Yeah. This, this is on us. Whatever this, this covers, this, they whatever, can eat this. Whatever this covers, they can eat this. You know, we're not rolling in the dough yet. Uh, I saw it, but you know, we can help a couple of folks eat now. Yeah. So get down to Country Cooking, again, located inside of Fresh Grocers, 4660 Monument Road in Philadelphia, and tell her that Molly and Aquafina sent you. And you make sure when you pull up on her and pay for that platter, you say, listen, is a comic relief? <laughs> for your reality. Shit is real. <laughs> we play all the time. All right, sis, let's wrap it. All right, so that concludes episode 17. As always, be sure to light your sage, clutch your crystals. And do your key goals. Responsibly. Thanks. <laughs>